and welcome to Are We There Yet? Market Scales Transportation Mobility Focus video podcast series that explores the most exciting things happening in the world of transportation today. And one thing happening within transportation that I'm really excited about is the Fluid Power Revolution. And the organization that's really leading the way within this revolution is a really exciting company, Turzo. And to speak with us about some of the exciting things that they're doing within this revolution, I have Zach Lindsley, uh, the national sales manager for the organization. Uh, really excited to speak with him today. So, Zach, uh, hello, and welcome to Are We There Yet? Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for thanks for having me, Grant. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really enjoyed uh, connecting with you a few months ago and uh, just learning a little bit more about uh, Turzo. And as you've shared with me, and as I well understand, uh, there really is a revolution happening right now within fluid power. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about this revolution within the world of transportation and mobility? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, especially on the uh, on the mobile side of equipment, you know, moving towards electrification it really has people going and and looking for efficiencies. Um, you know, in the past, you just you had a diesel engine that just had an abundance of torque, and you know, you could refill it in a few in a few minutes. So now that you have to really look at your duty cycles, look at um, look at your efficiency of the system, it has people looking at how, how do we do things a little bit differently? Do we absolutely need this giant pump that we've been using forever? Um, can we, you know, split up the system a little bit differently? Can we run a different valve system? Uh, really looking at, at, at all types of efficiency. And that's, that's really what, you know, Terzo was founded on was finding the different way to do hydraulics and, and thinking of it differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have some incredible experience within the industry and, and definitely very well recognized within the world of transportation mobility with some of the incredible products and technology that you offer. But um, as you just you know shared a little bit, especially within this, um, this electrification movement that we're seeing within transportation and kind of this future of mobility uh, that we're all uh, very involved in, really even more pa more more power more more opportunity in in the world of uh, of fluid power and some of these innovative solutions like you talked about are really more important can you tell us a little bit more about why within you know this electrification future mobility movement that that fluid power um, as i understand is really more important than ever yeah i mean in my opinion fluid power is never going to go away there's a, there's always going to be a use for it you know a lot of people yeah. always want to talk Let's we're going to electrify it. We're going to get rid of all the all the fluid and or, or we're just going to electrify a machine and they want to do all of it. They don't. They're taking out the hydraulics. That's just it's dirty. It's oil. It's nasty. But it's it's going to be part of part of electrification. And it has to be just because of the power density that you get from hydraulics, the you know the shock absorption that you're able to get out of it in, in certain applications. You know, there's a you know, the best example that I, I see out there is a. I, uh, a bobcat skid steer that they have or a bobcat yeah skid steer yeah. that they they actually took out all the hydraulics on it it, it uses electromechanical actuators um, to run everything which it, it works but and it'll be interesting to see how it does out in the field because it's got to be ungodly expensive and, and I just don't picture those those ball screw actuators you know ha handling when you have that bucket down and it's going across the ground and it, it hits something and jams up and you hit get some spikes back into those those actuators. I just don't see it lasting the way that a hydraulic system would. So it really, you know, ties into that conversation of, of how do we do the hydraulic system differently so that, you know, we still get those benefits of hydraulics, but 
we can make it so that you know you're using power on demand like like the ball screw actuator would and you're getting the the maximum amount of efficiencies you can out of that hydraulic system yeah yeah, that makes sense. So really kind of a an, an, an ultimate solution is, is really kind of a combination of some existing kind of traditional methods, technologies with the hydraulics, as you mentioned, certainly, you know, electrification as well. So it really sounds like a uh, an, an ultimate solution is not just kind of a one way or the other. It's really kind of a combination of some of these kind of proven yeah. methods, uh, along with some of the newer technologies and kind of integrating all that together, it sounds yeah. like. Exactly. I think, I think that's the way that, you know, we always looked at it is, is you could have sort of these electromechanical or electro hydraulic power units that are tied to individual actuators so that you know as you're using that actuator that's the only time that there's a, a load or there's a, a power draw so that you have a true power on demand system and that's that was the the kind of distributed hydraulic system um concept that terzo power systems was was kind of founded on is, is really yeah. developing that technology to be able to do that in a way and and i think you know, in a way, we were uh, ahead of our time when the company was founded back in, in 2014. Um, but now we're getting to a point where electrification has, has started. It's really taken off. And and now we have that technology built. And now people are wanting to start applying it and, and you know, getting those those benefits. So it's, it's really yeah. exciting. It is very exciting. Absolutely. And and I think, like you said, maybe a little bit ahead of the curve, uh, but great to kind of establish that foundation and technology and products. And, you know, a lot of what we're talking about today, I mean, this isn't just, you know, newer technologies that you've developed or kind of concepts. I mean, these are products that are in the field on some of these, um, you know, next generation vehicles uh, already working and performing, you know, better than traditional methods. So I, I really love that. Would you, you know, maybe for the audience, um, I'm, I'm really, you know, familiar myself, of course, you know, with uh, some of the, the types of vehicles out there on the road today that are utilizing, you know, your products and technologies. But what are you finding are, are some of the best applications in terms of kind of, you know, vehicle types um, for, for integration of your product and technologies? Yeah. So, I mean, our, our main application right now is electrohydraulic steering. So, you know, like I said, we you know, founded the company based off of this distributed hydraulic system and, and a different way of, of looking at hydraulic systems, mainly for, you know, off-highway equipment. But uh, really with the explosion of electrification, there was this need for figuring out how to do some of these auxiliary functions um, that would have been, you know, a belt engine-driven uh, function. And power steering is one of those. So that's our main application, uh, you know, kind of just fell into our lap based off the stuff we had built for, for other things. Um, and then yeah. we kind of tailored the product as we got more and more into it, you know, towards that application to make it, you know, more cost effective, make it fit, fit better, work better, uh, yeah. design it a little bit better. So, so that's been our, our main application and, and, you know, looking at that, it's been duty cycle dependent. I say for which ones kind of catch on in that market. So I, I think the best duty cycle that fits, fits electrification is, is school buses by far. And that's, that's a big one for us. Um, is, is school buses. Then there's the last mile delivery vehicles, um, which is which is another one. Uh, we're doing really well in that market. Uh, several uh, several OEMs that are either in production now or, or will be, and you know both in the U.S. and in Europe. I, I think Europe is a little bit ahead of us. Um, so we have a couple couple OEMs over there that that are in in production and, and moving forward really well. Uh, so last mile delivery, and then you know there's there's a, a scattering of them. There's, you know, we've done some some refuse uh, vehicles, some 
the things that go and, and pick up containers. Now that those are really cool applications because then you get to do auxiliary functions on top of just the just the steering, and that's that's really our goal. I, I think eventually we want to get more into the, the auxiliary functions because that's that's the fun part actually. Steering mm-hmm. steering's an easy one. It's yeah. Just, uh, it's you're just circulating fluid uh, with a with an open center pump. I, I want to do those complex uh, systems and get more into that side of things. Definitely, definitely. You, you, you have just, just those are some awesome applications, school buses, the, the refuse vehicles. Um, I've had the chance to even see some of your products and some of these newer vehicles, and it's, it's really impressive. And I've had a chance to even speak with some of these OEMs, uh, you know, about some of their work with you. And they're, they're definitely, you know, seeing, seeing the improvements uh, all, already. But I'd, I'd love to learn. So when, when you speak with, with OEMs, when you speak with manufacturers of these types of, of vehicles, I'd, I'd love to learn, you know, about some of the advantages that, that you really highlight like, you know, within speaking um, with some of these manufacturers um, compared to maybe what they're currently using or, or traditional, you know, technologies, what are some of the, 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 the benefits and advantages of integrating your technology within some of these vehicles that, that manufacturers can expect? Uh, so, I mean, for us, one of the main benefits right now is, is our packaging. Uh, we're just, we're one of the few people out there that have a high voltage um motor with an integrated inverter and then an integrated pump that has a few features as well that that kind of tie in specifically to hydraulics uh, you know that's something that building our product all of us have a hydraulic background so it you know we kind of tied in some special features to to the unit that are specific to hydraulics so you know internally we have uh, pressure sensors that are going to be reading um, the high side pressure uh, for our, our power steering unit so what we plan on doing with that long term is is that gives us the ability to, to kind of monitor that pressure, monitor pressure spikes, monitor different events. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the long term, we'll implement some some AI technology into the the inverter side of it so that we can do some predictive maintenance um, and predictive you know failures to be able to alert people as like, hey, the <clears throat> the, the unit is degrading your you've hit this many pressure spikes. This usually relates to some kind of, you know, service needing done or, or something along those, along those lines. We're still working out the details on what exactly, um, you know, what exactly we're going to, how exactly all that's going to work. But, but yeah, that's sure. the goal long-term is, is being able to implement uh, some, some type of AI and some type of uh, predictive maintenance within the inverter side. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Y'all y'all really are on the on the cutting edge and, and, and thinking already about integrating AI and some of those newer technologies is is really exciting. And uh I, I can imagine a real advantage in addition to your packaging of, of clients working with you and your organization, just kind of, you know, leading the way in some of that technology development. Um I'd I'd love to to hear more about you. You shared some of the the, the fun applications and you know, steering systems, for example, pretty easy. It's just just a natural fit for the technology. But you mentioned the cool application within the, the refuse trucks, for example. What are some of the other kind of cooler auxiliary functions, applications that, that you're excited to uh, to work more with and, and kind of see a lot of opportunity, you know, kind of looking ahead into the future? What what are some of those fun projects or, or auxiliary functions, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, so this, you know, this is kind of one of the things that I was looking
Mm-hmm. Yeah. application they're going to be looking to to do this and they're the, they're going to be the ones looking for the most efficiency in hydraulics so they'll yeah. be the first ones to adopt something yeah you, you mentioned the act expo uh you and i uh, spent some time in anaheim uh this past week at the act expo and that, that's a advanced clean transportation expo it's kind of the premier event um of the year within clean transportation and and i know you and i had a lot of fun um at the event and speaking with companies and kind of seeing some of the latest and greatest kind of in the world of, of clean transportation um it just in general any any insights takeaways things that you thought were especially cool at uh, at act this past week yeah, it was a it was a really really good show. I one of the things that I, I felt like was buzzing around, and I heard a ton of people talking about it was the difference in you know a few years ago where it was very very battery electric focused. Um, everything was electrification go battery electric. Where I think a lot of people have started to realize that battery electric isn't necessarily feasible in certain applications uh you're just yeah. not going to get uh, they're just so power intensive and you're just not going to have enough battery on board to be able to handle the duty cycle of, of applications so there was a shift i think towards some fuel cell and some hybrid and and some cool technology and some cool advancements in on that side of things uh, so yeah. I, I really felt like there was a bunch of that uh, one company highly on um has a really interesting uh, I don't even know how to describe exactly what it is, but a, a generator setup that yeah. is multi-fuel that was on the side of their vehicle that I, I think is going to be a really interesting one to watch and see where that goes. Yeah. Um, and yep. see, they actually have it integrated in a vehicle, in a, in a running vehicle right now that they're going to be doing testing with. So that's that's even cooler that it's it it looks as amazing as it is. And you know they, they talk it up really well, but it actually is in a vehicle and will be running um, doing testing. So that's amazing. And that could be a huge, huge advancement and something to, because I always look at, you know, fuel cells are really cool and I think they've gotten a long way, but there's always that big elephant in the room of how do you produce hydrogen efficiently and how do you transport it and get it to everywhere and how do you make hydrogen cheap? Whereas, you know, if you have natural gas is in abundance and it's there, this is, we need stepping stones, I think. Um, you know, you need to be able to step on that, that natural gas one, which is 
definitely in a cleaner than diesel and it's definitely an improvement. So you need to step on that one and, and sit there for a while and then figure out the hydrogen stuff. And that's probably where it'll be long-term. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I had the chance to, to check out the, their, their truck as well at, at ACT, and, and I agree, it's incredible. And, and I think if I remember right, that uh, can operate on something like like up to 20 different types of fuel. And so yeah. I think that that really speaks to, you know, what, what you just said in, in terms of it really being kind of a solution, probably multiple fuels, multiple technologies. It's not just kind of electric battery, as you shared, integrating your products and technologies. And so um, definitely, you know, uh, couldn't agree with you more and, and, and that I think that our kind of path towards clean transportation is, um, you know, probably multi-fuel and, and using, you know, some of these technologies or different fuel types as stepping stones to get there. So mm-hmm. very much, uh, you know, uh, agree with you there. And I think that's, that's part of why I think this, this clean transportation movement, I think is, is, is so a- exciting, you know, right now. And, and gosh, just as you shared, I think year to year, you know, just even that conference specifically, um, you know, is, is always evolving in terms of kind of different technologies, different fuels that are out there. But, uh, I think, as you would probably agree, um, if you spend any time at that conference this past week, this this movement is here. There, there's vehicles on the road. There's there's products and solutions like those that you offer. You know, fleets and organizations um, are already starting to see improvements by integrating some of these technologies. So, what a what a cool time to be uh, working within this industry. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's a huge opportunity. I think it's. Mm-hmm. off separate divisions of their their companies so that they can move faster and move move quickly to develop stuff. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's really cool to to be able to to work in this market and and uh, and see it, you know, firsthand. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, you're you're doing just that, and not only I think working within the industry, but but I think you and Terzo are very much just really at that kind of cutting edge of technology um, de- development. So really exciting um, uh, to be to be working with your organization and just such a a big part of I think that innovation that's really driving you know everything forward right now um, I, I know that as a result of our conversation today there's going to be a lot of companies out there that are going to be excited to learn more about your organization and your products and your solutions and certainly are going to want to reach out and, and explore integrating some of your technologies within their vehicles do you mind maybe uh, directing the audience to uh, you know your your website and where they can maybe learn uh, a little bit more about the the company and solutions yeah yeah definitely so you know terzopower.com um there's there's a ton of information up there on our existing products and in some kind of touching on on what we plan on coming out with in the future um, yeah there's you know if you contact you know if you uh go into the, right into the contact page on there it goes pretty much directly to me so so that's easy way to get in touch with me very good. Very good. Well, thank you so much. And, and I definitely, you know, recommend uh, check check out the website uh, is, is actually here at TerzoPower.com. It's an awesome website. Um, they, they do a really good job of, I think, just a nice overview on some of the products, some of the solutions and, and technologies. And so I, I know you'll find it really interesting and engaging to spend some time on the website. So definitely would encourage, um, you know, members to uh, check that out. 
And uh, and Zach, just so much appreciate your time today. This has been such a, a fun conversation, and and as I shared, a, a big fan of your um, company. And so, just really appreciate you uh, taking the time to stop by the podcast and sharing some of the the cool stuff that you're working on. So, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. Thank you.